Hi, Brad. Hi, Sal. <clears throat> Looking good. I like your new shirt. Thank you. Pacific Northwest. Yes. You can see it. <laughs> um, we visited Machu Picchu. We did a podcast about it, but we thought we'd do a video as well, and we can update the podcast because there's always new developments, and there's particularly new developments in Peru. Yeah, there is. We'll we'll get to that. We're going to talk about our trip first. Okay. <clears throat> I had wanted to go to Machu Picchu my whole life. I mean, who doesn't want to go to Machu Picchu? And, you know, my expectations were really high, so I was concerned, you know. I expected a lot. I expected a 10, and um, Machu Picchu delivered. It was fantastic. We spent two full days in the park, and uh, I just... You get to Aguas Calientes, and you take the bus up. It looks like a really hairy drive, because, man, they... They are driving right on the edge of that thing, and you would just tumble down a couple thousand feet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't think they've ever had something like that happen. I've never yeah. read anything or heard anything. Like yeah. That. So these the bus drivers in Peru are just really, really good. So you get to the entrance, you know, you pay your fee, and, and uh, um, we did uh, an hour and a half tour to start off, just to to get the lay of the land, and you know, you walk through the gate, and you're you're looking just going wow it was it's truly outstanding i was not disappointed at all if anything it was more than i had wanted <laughs> so you know what i think is interesting you like to hike a lot and you like to see ruins so that fulfilled like two of your favorite things to do right if you're not a hiker maybe it would be less interesting i don't know it is really amazing yes we didn't do the four day hike in you're welcome to do that um or the four-hour hike in either. <laughs> yeah, and I would do the four-hour hike in next time if I went. The train stops uh, from the train goes from Oya Titambo to Aguas Calientes, and it stops at a certain point. And I don't know, six people got off, and you hike up the mountain and then over and down through the Sun Gate. So mm. I think I would do that next time. Yeah, I, think I would, would be, do that. As yeah, well. I think that would be cool. And but man, the stonework. Um, just the entire park. Uh, we spent, like I said, two days there. Our second day, we hiked uh, Hyena Picchu, which yeah. is the mountain you see behind. I mean, you're, I'm looking at there like, where is that trail? It's like you, you think you see a couple of parts, but, you know, that trail just goes right up the side of that thing. Yeah, that was a, a difficult hike because it's quite steep, but it's not that far. It's not as far as you you think it would be because it's kind of just goes straight up. There's not right. a ton of, I mean, there's switchbacks, but it's it's, it's just, just an ascent. They give, they at the time we were there, they were giving you, what, an hour and a half to do the round trip or something of that nature? Was it three no, hours? Three hours. Okay. So and we used uh, maybe four. They did one in the morning and then one in the afternoon. So I yeah. think it was one at nine o'clock. In the morning and then one at one o'clock in the afternoon. So, because there was a, a significantly older couple there, and it only took them an hour and a half to get to the top, and they just said, "Yeah, we just took take our time," and so they had, you know, they had an hour to walk around the top. There is, you know, a trail around the top. There's stuff to see. Right, there's ruins up there. And you can overlook the entire main area of Machu Picchu, which yeah. is really in, just very impressive, and it's so rugged. Really beautiful. Yeah, and there's really tiny steps. You're walking down these steps, and then you're you're looking off the cliff. So it's it's, uh, it's 
little nerve-wracking because the steps are so tiny. They're, you know, they're only like four inches wide and you're mm-hmm. trying to walk down these. So, and there's a couple of uh, caves, I guess, I'll say for, like, they're not very big, but, you know, you're going to have to go through them to, to get around the top. But right. it's definitely worth going. Uh, one of the differences, um, now you have a half a day. Your ticket is worth half a day. Mm-hmm. We bought two full day tickets um, back when you bought a ticket and you were in for the day and they allowed 2,500 people in. Then they changed that to a ticket to go half a day. I think most people probably spend half a day there, which is, to me is a waste. There's so much to see. I mean, our tour took us around, uh, you know, the main plaza, the, uh, boy, the different uh, stones, one that was, um, you know, an image of the mountain rains in the uh, direct north. Um, there's, you know, several very uh, religious areas there. One's a big falcon mm. in the stone, the sun temple. Uh, so there's a lot that, that they'll see. But then at the end, the guide says, you haven't seen everything. There's got probably 40 terraces and steps right next to them that you have to walk up to get to another beautiful overlook. And a lot of people miss that. I mean, that's, that's not an easy hike necessarily but it's well worth yeah. it you know there's also little Huayana Picchu which we didn't hike but you that was an option when we were there as well right a smaller similar kind of mountain but you know there's only enough time to do maybe one or the other not both I don't unless you're fast or long-legged right <laughs> yeah I, I guess I was we spent more time at the top and I was happy about that I was very happy with that as beautiful well. I mean it must be at least a thousand feet down just um, a, no Beautiful. railings, just right. a cliff. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Straight, sheer drop off. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. The culture is so fascinating, too. You know, they um, that site was there in the 1500s is when they believe it was constructed. But the, the um, Incan culture overall is a fairly short-lived. Yeah. Very, very prosperous. Very, uh, they, they took over a lot of other... Uh, indigenous cultures through warfare or negotiation but they weren't you know it wasn't like thousands of years of history it was very short no yes it was like a hundred years Um, the Spanish came right at the end of that and they were so depleted because they had a civil war Mm. happened between two brothers and so that really depleted them and the Spanish arrived and they just didn't have the, the manpower to fight them so I thought that the tour guides are always really interesting and they do a really terrific job. It's, yes. I think it's great that you have that option, that opportunity to get history from people who are raised in that area and oh, yeah. who have great understanding. And they'll use terms, the native language is Quechua, and they'll use a lot of that terminology, which I thought was really interesting as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and if you're going to go... Spend some time in the Sacred Valley. Spend a day at Oyetetambo. Spend a day at Pisac. Mm. Um, those are kind of on each end of the Sacred Valley and then the drive-through. So, um, But the big news, well, first, you should go to Machu Picchu now. Yes. There's some big changes coming. They are putting in an airport near Chinchero. So right now you have to fly into Lima. You have to fly from Lima to Cusco. And you have to take a bus or, yeah, bus to Oyetetambo or taxi, I suppose. It's about 60 miles away. And then from Oyetetambo, you take a train into Aguas Caliente. And then there's a bus up to the entrance of Machu Picchu. 
So you, the only international flights going to Lima, they are putting in a new airport in Chinchero, which is just above the Sacred Valley. It's in the mountains between Cusco and the Sacred Valley, and they're putting in an international airport there. They've already doubled the number of people into... That they'll allow in. That they allow in, because you now, your days, your tickets are now half days. So then once they have this, the, you know, 1.4 million people that go to Machu Picchu every year can be three, four, five times that amount because it's so much more accessible now. I mean, we took four days to get to Machu Picchu. Now, you could do it in three. You could do it in two, but you wouldn't be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how that would work. Um, yeah. Because you have, you, but once international flights start landing, you know, an hour away from it, it's just going to be overrun. And yeah, proving... direct flights from the United States to Chinchero. Yeah. Which is crazy to even think about. Yeah. That's a really tiny little town right now. Right. They have a really beautiful uh, cooperative artist or craft cooperative that we purchased some items from when we were there. Yeah. They work together to keep prices high, essentially, because, you know, tourists come in and they want to negotiate the drivers to make a sale. I thought they did a really good job holding firm on price, as they should, because they need the money and uh, we have the money to spend, so right, it wasn't pay right. $7 <laughs> instead of trying to get it for 5 you know, right. just pay the 7 and yeah. help them out. Yeah, but that town, that just, you know, quaint little town is now going to have an international airport, and part of the problem is they think the Cusco airport can't be expanded anymore. Cusco's in a valley, so right. that airport... You know, that valley's pretty packed. Mm -hmm. So they uh, are going to put this in, and um, you're just, Machu Picchu is going to be overwhelmed, you know. That's the problem with tourism, you know. We all love to go see the sites, but once you start allowing 10,000 people a day in that site, it's, it's, there's going to, it's going to take some damage. So. Yeah, I feel conflicted. I, I definitely have a strong opinion about bringing in a large international airport with direct flights to to Chinchero for a lot of reasons I, I think it's it's not a great move on it's I think it's short sighted on the part of the government. Yeah. Conversely, I am a traveler and I've seen a lot of this world and I'm part of the problem. I know that. I mean I, I definitely travel and I definitely see heavily visited historic sites. Yeah. I try to be respectful of course, but I'm still there and I'm still making an impact whether I'm am being um just my presence is making an impact. And right. I recognize that. That said, I, I definitely disagree with this decision to, for so many reasons. Yeah. We know that in the United States, for example, on Highway 66 in the southern United States, right. there were towns and communities that thrived when the highway was well-traveled. Then big interstates essentially bypass those towns and of course it leads to the death of towns you see it all the time when right. when big highways are put in that the communities that were on the original roads really suffer economically yeah i could see pisac being hit uh cusco oh, cusco yeah cusco thrives on tourism and there's some great stuff in cusco yeah you should go see but i think if people are just flying into Tinchero and you know going to uh, Aguas Calientes and spending the night there, Cusco's really going to hurt. So Yeah. 
And then there's the potential damage to Machu Picchu itself by having additional tourists allowed in. Yeah. Um, there's the problem of international hotel chains bigging, building big fortresses in a community like Chinchero where they are thriving currently. That you know that's going to change the. It's going to change that whole area. Right. And I don't think it's going to be in a really great way for the people who live there. I mean, there's probably upsides too, though. I mean, I don't know the entire scope or ramifications. More work may mean... Yeah, there's more jobs. There's more money coming in. I mean, in many ways, Peru has tourism dialed in better than any place we've seen. The biggest problem in Peru is... um, trash in the water that they don't have dialed in but if you want to go somewhere in peru like oh yeah there's you know it's nine hours to the north and six hour drive into the mountain they'll get you there there's a bus going there yes i would agree with that so when you want to get around in peru it is really easy we've never had trouble like oh yeah we want to go there okay good there's you know an overnight bus get you there you you know you'll be there at six o'clock in the morning like wow so they got that dialed in um, you know, maybe too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, they definitely understand logistics and people moving, and I think that's a Absolutely, role, yeah. that's really really great for them. The downside, yes, you, I would agree. There's there's significant pollution in certain areas. Yeah. It's very obvious. It's very evident. We we've, we've got sick every time we've been there. We've right. <laughs> got some kind of caught some kind of a food related bug. I'm gonna say. Yeah. And that's not nice. That's unfun. <laughs> yeah. Takes a couple days out of your trip. But, uh... <laughs> you get over it. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, 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 we can't change the future. No, go to Machu Picchu now. I think yeah, it's, it's before this advice. big change comes in and before, you know, they are double, triple, four or five times the amount of people that are, they're allowing in, go see it now. It is, it is just, it's amazing. I was blown away. It is one of my favorite places. One of the things that I will say, too, is that I felt the journey getting there, it's such a remarkable sight, and taking four days to get there was really absolutely terrific. It was it made the entire journey more memorable. It was just par- part of the whole experience of being in a, in a different culture that I, I don't know that much about. Being able to progressively learn more about right. about the historic culture and then the current modern culture as we worked our way towards this four day trip to get to our final destination and then really entrenching ourselves once we were there and taking the time to see the site fully as much as we possibly could yeah. hike in a couple of days uh, around that site was well worth it and if you can figure out a way to do it just to replicate that you know right. do it that way don't try to get there in two days there was there was a woman and her family from france who flew into lima and they were going to fly to machu Picchu, or fly to cusco take the bus to oyatatambo and the train dog was caliente and then the bus up to in one day i mean but our flight was delayed like it was so fogged in no flights were leaving so she's like I'm supposed to be in Machu Picchu today. And I'm thinking, wow, yeah. in a perfect day, you'd have a hard time making that. So, right. I mean, they flew halfway around the world, and I don't think she got to see it. Oh, I can't imagine. Our flight didn't even leave until maybe noon, noon or something right. like that. So, and know, the site, was it closes at like 6 o'clock at 4.30. Night. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, 4.30 is, well, that's when we were there. That's the last, you know, because you 
you can't just you know walk in. Oh wow, this is Machu Picchu, and turn around and walk out. I mean, right. Um, and you actually, and now they do have a rule that you have to have a tour guide the entire time that you're there, which I think is really good. Uh, first of all, it employs people who who need money, and we should always support. Uh, when we travel, you know, I feel like we have a responsibility to support the economy as much as as we can. Yeah. And using a tour guide is one great way to help somebody advance economically. But also it helps protect the site from people who might be disrespectful, who might climb on things or touch things they're not supposed to. And I'd like that too. Yeah. And it's also respecting the culture because you get an opportunity to learn about what you're seeing in a, in a really thoughtful, usually great way. Right. Our, the tour guide we took was great. I mean, mm-hmm. he was really detailed. I mean, the stonework, you know, you it fits together. You can't fit a piece of paper in there. And if the it goes like this, the other one goes like this, and they fit perfectly together on all four sides. That's the bottom. If there's a wave on the bottom, there's there's a wave on the top rock. They, you know, I, I yeah. have no idea how they did it. And some of these rocks are the size of this living room. Yeah, they were massive. Yeah, forty ton stones that they put together. So there's yeah, some, uh, I loved it. The yeah. whole thing is fascinating. They have. Um, they have irrigation systems right. in Oyete Tambo and other places, and I believe there's one in in Machu Picchu, but I can't recall if we saw one there we that did. are still functioning. Yeah, they, they just channel the water yeah. that runs off the mountain. Big spring up there, and the water runs down, and it starts at the, you know, the holier places, and then kind of runs runs down to the homes, and they it's use fantastic. it for irrigation and washing and everything. Yeah, it's amazing. Did we we drank the water at one of the sites one of the springs yeah it's coming out of the ground then you know it's fine um that was off of that was out of cusco okay so. cold it was delicious and cold <laughs> right and all the uh, the llama or the alpaca i'll try to tell you what the difference between a llama and his alpaca is we learned that but i don't remember um but uh we're we're walking side by side in kind of a uh there's there was walls on each side where there was lawn and and Crack, crack, crack. He comes running up, and I turn around. And there's this guy standing right behind me, and I step aside, and then he he takes off running again. So, you know, he could have bowled me over. They're they're good size animal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he ran right past me. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, but they they understand that people are here, and they, you know, <laughs> he stopped, and I turned around like, oh, stepped to the side, and he took off running again. He was so, after a lady. Yes. <clears throat> so, but uh, <laughs> and. Uh, they had people were bringing you know apples and bananas, a couple things to feed them. We didn't do that, uh, but uh, you certainly can. It's kind of fun to see them. They just kind of wander around the site. You yeah. can take great photos. I have a photo of a baby with Huayana Pichu and Machu Picchu in the background. Yeah, which I'll steal. You're welcome to post to this <laughs> uh, video if you want to check out that great yeah. photo. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Such a great site. I would I would not change. The only thing I would change about our visit is I would do that four four hour hike in this next time we go, right. and really just I uh, will be there for as many days as it takes. We had to buy our tickets in advance. You should then, buy your tickets in advance. I think that's the best idea, and give yourself ample time to get there because you don't know any like you were saying anything can yeah. happen. Take the day, go through the sacred valley, go you know and. Uh, spend the time. Pisac has some fantastic ruins above the city. They have a great market there. You could do that. There's two towns on the way through to, and then Oye Tambo. 
Mm, is, I loved is, it there. It was a great site, to, you know, and you could spend, you know, half a day there. So spend the night um, in Aguas Calientes. You know. We got there in the afternoon, as I recall, Aguas Calientes, and spent the night and then hit Machu Picchu in the morning. In the morning, right? yeah. And that's a very small town. They have a pretty th- nice thriving market and some, a couple of restaurants. There's yes. a train that runs through town, which is interesting, and a huge raging river that runs through town. It's oh, very yeah. mountainous, yeah. but it's very small. So there's, I wouldn't say there's a lot to do there, but if you get in the air in the afternoon, you can have some dinner and yeah. relax. And, and they have a the, place if you're into the you know, backpacking, camping type thing. At the far end of town, they have a big field, and there were tents set up there, and so... You can do it that you, way too. Yeah, we saw some people who were actually they. I don't know if they hiked up to Machu Picchu from Aco Caliente, but they hiked down, which is also a possibility. You don't necessarily have to take that bus. It is like eight, eight thousand, nine thousand feet though. So if you aren't acclimated, it's it's right. a little tough to breathe. Yeah, Machu Picchu is eighty five hundred feet, so it's probably maybe seven thousand feet at the bottom. I mean, yeah. it's a significant hike up the side of that mountain, but there's. There's a trail. I mean, you, when you're driving on the bus, you see those steps <laughs> coming up and then across the road and going up. So, And there's some people that did it. Yeah, so, I saw I mean, some people hiking. Some young that. men up there when we got to the top that are like, yeah. So That seems like that might be fun. You know, the Inca trails are expansive and they go all over. We saw the Inca trail when we were visiting Inca Pirca. Oh, right. Which is... Ecuador. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think that's as far north as the Incan Empire went. Okay. So you but could probably the, hike on that if you could figure it out and get all the way back to some other Incan oh, city. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would be really interesting to do at some point. Anyway. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that. But. I'm probably not going to do it either, but for yeah. somebody who's interested in long yeah. long treks. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't know that I have anything else to add. No. Just go, go now. Go, go now, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Sal. Thanks, Brad. Thank you. Like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you like. Thanks.